Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome, episode three of the Energy Podcast. And today I'm going to talk a little bit more about comparisons. I mentioned it in an episode one. Um, I mentioned it on the blog and to my newsletter. And today I'm going to go a little bit deeper into comparisons. So everybody compares themselves to other people, and we've people have done this since childhood. It's it's quite a natural thing to do. Uh, it provides a, a frame of reference for us uh, to gauge where we are in our lives. The only the downside to that is that most comparisons are negative. We we very rarely make positive comparisons most comparisons are negative and they're based on insecurities fear i would go as far as to say jealousy um and it can lead people to become very bitter about other people um brings feelings of anger um these comparisons can be really damaging to self-worth um, it, they lead you to believe you're not good enough, you're not as good as the next person. Um, and they they play with your ego a little bit, um, which is never a good thing. So when you make validation comparisons for ego boosts or to try to make yourself feel better by comparing yourself to somebody else, it can go one of two ways. Uh, you can either make yourself feel really bad uh, because you don't compare to whoever or whatever you're trying to compare yourself to. Um, or you can become a little bit dependent on the thing that you make the comparison against. Because not all comparisons are bad, just the ones that are used either as a crutch to try and make yourself feel better about something you feel bad about or to boost your ego to further any negative feelings. Um, and I think it's really key for us to understand that there are two types of comparisons, good and bad. So not all comparisons are bad. Uh, and we do have the capability within ourselves to make good comparisons. And it really starts with your internal dialogue and how you use that to influence your emotions, feelings um, in the day to day. But we all have the capability to take a good look at ourselves, work out who we really are. Um, and th that's one of the things that sets humans apart from animals at any one time we can go into deep thought about our life's mission and what we want to achieve and we can become inspired to become the very best that we can be rather than just drift along aimlessly so when when we talk about comparisons the, the best way to really evaluate yourself becomes or comes from comparisons and it might sound a bit 
counterintuitive or the opposite of of where what we're talking about but bear bear with me we'll we'll get to where i want to be so it's no good to compare yourself to something that isn't what you want to be so downward comparisons are never a good thing you should always look to compare yourself to what you want to be Uh, so you then train your mind to make those comparisons because you're going to make them anyway so you can either make good or bad comparisons it's your choice you can either continue to make negative comparisons and hurt your mindset hurt yourself or you can use your that comparison behavior to benefit you most people have standards in their minds that um have been influenced by other people um magazines movies tv things that they've seen that that society tells them they should be like or look like or act like or behave like and the trouble with those standards is they're not yours they're they're not Deep down, they're not what you want to be. They are what other people have told you to be or other people have shown you to be. Now, uh, in, in one of my ebooks, I mentioned the Festinger research. Leon Festinger was a social psychologist and he started to look into the reasons that we compare ourselves. It's, granted, this was back in the 1950s, um, but after a lot of his research and many, many different studies, he came to the conclusion that people compared themselves to others for two main reasons. One, as a way to re- reduce uncertainty in their own life, and two, to learn how they should define how they should be or to learn how they should define how they should be he called this social comparison theory and at the time like i said 1950s it was quite a significant breakthrough in human psychology something i i've looked at over the years i've, I've read some of the re- plenty of the research um and the real breakthrough was how he uncovered that people were incapable of deci- defining themselves independently or internally intrinsically they have to make comparisons with others in order to achieve that comparison and me personally i make an effort and this is not nothing that i've created this i got this trick from jordan peterson actually a very very famous clinical psychologist the, the best way to compare yourself is to compare yourself to who you were yesterday Now, one of the real important takeaways from Festinger's work is the more we think that a person is similar to us, for whatever reason, the more likely we are to want to compare with them. Now, what we do is we we find people in society, in our life, in our jobs, in our day-to-day, that are as close to our level as we can and then compare our performance at that current level to their performance at that current level. Uh, for example, football players and singers and tennis players, people who play those sports and do those things, will often compare themselves to 
famous people in those things they they try to find themselves at that level now festinger discovered that when a person stops comparing themselves with other people they experience pain from not being like them so then they're highly likely to be hostile about that so you really need to or we when you make that stop when you stop making those comparisons you need to focus on making positive ones instead so that it's not about just stopping the comparisons comparisons aren't always bad just the comparison the negative comparisons that we make that cause the problem as an example if you've joined a gym class you could feel it's far more important to you to put in maximum effort than you would if you were to be out in your back garden working out um if you were cycling down the road and you met another cyclist, you wouldn't feel the need to cycle faster, cycle harder, put more effort in just for those few seconds um, that you pass somebody else or, like I say, in your back garden, you don't see anybody else. But whilst you're in a gym setting, and I, I, I use this example because it's um, one that, that I can really relate to. I, I do like to go to the gym. But whilst you're in the gym, you often make a positive comparison because you force yourself to level up you don't sit and dwell you don't sit and wonder how you compare to somebody else you literally just force yourself to level up so why we compare ourselves to each other is key to making the change that i'm talking about making the change from a negative to positive comparison we need to first understand why we do it. For that, there are two main reasons. One, you want to know just how good you are at said thing. And two, you want to improve at said thing. And these are these two reasons are, are quite important um, because they allow us to decide the type of comparison that we're using to internalize our performance be that good or bad so we know so far that insecurity and fear are the main reasons that we compare ourselves to others this can lead to a lot of problems in our life which i'll explain a a little bit more about later but what exactly are we afraid of well most of us believe that if other people really knew who we were then they wouldn't like us let alone love us and, and all humans have have the same basic few needs um one of which is to be loved um and, but the insecurity part is is our failure to see true value um, we can either undervalue ourselves or overvalue ourselves it's really difficult for us to gauge that the level of value um and get it true so we can we can undervalue ourselves talk down about ourselves um or we can over egg the pudding um and value ourselves more than we are 
Um, and th that's usually because we focus on the wrong, wrong things. Uh, when we reach adulthood, we're far more likely to become aware of our own shortcomings and thoughts about ourselves. And one, once we get there, it becomes a major focus for us. Um, quite often as, as people reach adolescence and teenage years, that's when they hit negative thoughts, anxiety, um, self-assessments, judgment of ourselves. Um, because there are all these social pressures around um, hair, body, looks, jobs, careers... Um, and they're around for all of us. Nobody is exempt from, unfortunately, those social pressures that occur as we get a little bit older and move into our teenage years and start to see and, and consume more that allows us to be impacted by, by those social pressures. And when you're bombarded with these messages each day often brings a lot of pain it really doesn't do much to make a positive change in your life your self-esteem goes down every time you're confronted with these things you feel like staying the way you are and, and it feels like you're, you're almost on a hamster wheel um and quite often people live with a number of different paradoxes when the truth is we are good enough but you can always get better so there are advantages to comparing yourself to others if you do it right. And over the next few episodes, I'm going to talk more about this. I will talk more each time. But in the right now, you have to consider this question when you compare yourself to somebody else. And remember, I'll go more. I'll, I'll go into more detail in the next episode. We're going to do, probably do three episodes on comparisons. But for now, understand that not all comparisons are bad. And ask yourself this question. Is your comparison with others based on insecurity and fear? Or is it because you want to improve yourself? Have a think about that question. And join me next week for part two of comparisons on the energy podcast thank you very much